Welcome to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm Bob Codges. Have you ever been invited to a friend's home for dinner and declined without offering an excuse? Most people feel a need to explain their refusal, but what if we didn't? What if we just said, no thank you, and left it at that? Today, Nick and I explore how empowering and how weird it would be to live in a world free of excuses or the need to explain. Check it out. I want to know what you think of this statement. The sign of true power is being able to refuse a dinner party invitation without making an excuse. True power. I, personal, I, personal power, you know. I see that as the relationship, though, too. Mm. So if you invited me over and I didn't want to come over, I feel like we have a good enough relationship that I could just tell you that. Yeah. Rather than make an excuse. I, I think you could, but I also think that's that's the power of our relationship, right? Yeah. It is, it is. But also, okay, so let's just say that we were acquaintances, right? That we weren't friends. Um, just to be able to say, you say, hey, Bob, I'm having a dinner party. I'd love you to come on Saturday night. And me saying, oh, no, thank you. You know, again, you get that feeling. I get a feeling just saying it. Yeah. Like, that feels a little rude. Just to it say, does feel rude. No, thank you. Like, you have, to, you have to explain why you would say no to that. There must be some reason why you would say no to that other than, I just don't want to spend time with you. <laughs> so is it, well, I mean, is that the reason, though? Like, are well, you saying, I have better things to do? Uh, well, I think I, or more important, more pressing things yeah. to do. And most often it, we don't say we have better things to do when we put turned on an invitation, right? We say we have something we have to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't, like, I have plans. Well, unless it's something really cool. Like, you know, Hey, Hey Bob, we would like to come to party. Oh, I have Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe that's in June. Be... <laughs> that's weird. That's right, weird. Okay, you just blew my next suggestion, which was <laughs> maybe that should just always be the excuse. Someone says, hey, would I get to come to brunch? Well, I'm sorry. We have Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. I mean, for next February. (laughs) And I have to save up. Yeah. Well, when you get Super Bowl tickets, you have to protect them. And we don't have a lockbox. So we just have to spend time here with them. I don't have any locks in my houses. (laughs) I don't believe in them. And so I have to stay here and protect everything that I own. I wish we lived in a time where we didn't have to put locks on things. That's true. You know, but you do have to put locks on everything because people steal stuff left and right. Okay. So going back to putting the locks on our hearts for being hurt from the refusal to come to the party. The other thing that that reminds me of the statement that that reminds me of uh, is the power part is, you know, because the idea is that if you're going to refuse, you may never get invited again. So Ah. you have to be in a position of power. Like I am so interesting that they're going to invite me again. (laughs) I am such a great guest. I am such a draw that if they tell their friends that I'm coming, then (laughs) more people will show up. (laughs) Everyone is going to show. Okay. That's a different interpretation of power. power. That's power. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. That's a, that's an interesting interpretation of that power. I don't know. I, you know, I just feel like too often we are beholden to the niceties of life to the detriment of our own happiness. And sometimes if we could just have the courage to just say no to some things we really don't want to do without having to make something up, that you know, we'd be better for it. But that requires, as I think you pointed out, just a little bit more of a relationship. I have a friend who's a great... A great um, person when it comes to like parties and stuff she she has these great lines that control the people in her parties and one of them she's like when i'm when my party's over and i'm just tired and I, i'm ready to go to bed i just look at my husband and i say earl 
let's go to bed so these good people can go home. And I'm like, I love that. You know, it's like, that's a, clearly she's making a joke, but she's also saying pretty clearly, you all need to go home now, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, every once in a while, just to get people to leave, we, we play dead. We just pretend we dead. pass out? Well, we just lay down, you know, and don't respond. And eventually it becomes awkward enough that people just go ahead and go. Oh, yeah, because they don't want to be like... They tend not to call back after that. Be don't. accused of murder or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening to your Daily Dose. A world in which we tell the truth sounds freeing on some level. But then, if we weren't coming up with good excuses all the time, how would we stretch our imaginations? The ones that walk the fine line between being believable, but having no long-term impact on our lives, those are the most complicated and the most satisfying to come up with. Not that I ever sit around and try to think of good excuses as a mental exercise to help me stay sharp and, you know doesn't say that I have a repository at the ready to get out of things that I don't want it. I'm going to stop talking now.